Welcome to Take a Wonder with Shebs, the show that features some of the biggest travel bloggers, TV and radio personalities and journalists from all around the world. Each show aims to take my guest on a wonder and uncover topics that may not be discussed on their platforms or in the media, whether that's the state of travel blogging and journalism as it is today, or whether there's enough diversity within the industry. Perhaps what impact technology and social media have had on content creation, or in general the impact of current affairs on the industry. I also try and find out the journey behind each individual's success, as this is more important to me than the actual travel. This episode I speak to the founder and CEO of Tripsha, Cassie Shi. Kathy, welcome to the show. Great to have you. How are you? I'm great, thanks. <laughs> For people who don't know who you are, uh, explain a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I'm Cassie. I'm the founder and CEO of Tripsha. So we're like a travel startup based in New York, but working globally. Awesome. Uh, we'll come on to your business slightly later, but I'd like to ask everyone where the initial love for travel started. For you, where did it all oh, begin? Man. Well, so I'm like Singaporean heritage, but I grew up uh, in New Zealand. And so we would always go back, you know, travel to see family that were still in Singapore. And then kind of while we're in Asia, take, you know, side trips um, with my family. So I think that I started loving travel from very, very young. Um, and it kind of just grew from there. Like in New Zealand, there's a big culture of OE, which is like where you go overseas. Um, like it's like almost like a gap year equivalent. So I did that as well. And, you know, I did exchanges during college for, I guess, university, depending on where in the world you're hearing this. So I think just travel has always been a part of my life and my identity. Yeah. So I think that's just part part and parcel of being an immigrant kid is like you just get used to going to different places and seeing different things. And you're currently now in New York. So how did that all happen for you? Why did you move to New York, as you say? I actually first came to New York in my early 20s. I took up an internship uh, at the New Zealand Mission to the UN. And I loved the city. It was only first summer, too short in my opinion. I wanted to stay. Um, after New York, I went to Taiwan to study Chinese. And that's actually where I met my boyfriend who was from New York and who's now my husband. So we did long distance New Zealand to the US for a couple of years, which was like very challenging because of the time zone. And so the opportunity kind of came up to be like, hey, we should get engaged. We should move somewhere. Um, I was like, I want to, you know, come to the US. To the business that you've currently got now, which is Tripshire, and just explain what that all involves. So, what is what is your concept behind the business? Tripshire is like a marketplace for like fun group trips, right? And what makes us different is that all the trips are individually hosted. So, just people who have like passions that they want to share. So, let's say you're a photographer, or you're a chef, or you're a diving instructor, whatever it is. They can create a group trip and post it to the marketplace and other people can, you know, request a book with them. Um, so, yeah, we have a whole range of people on the site. And the, the idea is basically to make travel much more personable. So when I was looking for group trips, I found a lot of very kind of like cookie cutter trips or trips where I wasn't sure who I'd be going with. Is this like a 30 people on a bus type of situation? Like, what am I really getting myself into? Um, and I wanted this kind of much more like, I want to talk to the person who's leading this trip. Like, why are they so excited to lead this trip? Who else is coming? And I couldn't find anything like that. So it's kind of like the reason I started Tripja. The demographic age group, who is your target audience? And in terms of that, is it going to be people who are younger, older? Uh, is it more luxury? What, what's it all based on? 
in the middle. So I wouldn't say we're like budget or luxury. I'd say we're sort of in the like, you know, you have some disposable income. You want to like, you know, squeeze the most out of your you know, two weeks vacation or whatever. Although we are seeing now more people take shorter like workations and stuff throughout the year. Um, I would say it's like so far the average age on the trips has been in their 30s. Um, and I think that's just a reflection of the fact that we're still very early on and like all the founding team are kind of in that age range. So we're just like, you know, people that we know, trips that we like. Um, but yeah, I, I think that we're probably going to expand out, right? That my hope would be that since we are allow people to create their own trips, any community, whatever age range or demographic they are who wants to use it, can use it. So start from here, go outward. When did the business start? So we started working on it um, in late 2018. Um, okay. At the time, like the, the, what I wanted to solve was, was very broad and it was, took a while to narrow it down. So I wanted to find a way to find cool people to travel with. So if you can imagine my situation, I moved, like I was an expat, right? Like I moved from New Zealand to the US, um, mm-hmm. very far apart. So all my friends and stuff that I would usually travel with, like, yeah, they're not going to take, you know, a California, you know, hiking trip with me because that would involve, you know, 48 hours of flying to them and, and very little for me. <laughs> so I needed to find like a travel group, right? Like this kind of like travel buddy thing. And it wasn't really a good way to do that. So I started being like, how do I get like-minded travelers together to go on trip? Um, and then when we started pushing in that direction, like quickly realized that actually a really big pain point that there isn't a good solution for yet was uh, independent group trip posts, right? Like they would be running these really cool trips and they'd be promoting them on their newsletters or on their websites, on their Instagram. Um, and you kind of only could find out about them if you were already following them. So like discoverability was an issue. And if you actually talk to them, they, you know, sales is, is always something that they focus on. So we're like, oh, actually this solves two problems, right? We can create a marketplace, which is by virtue of the type of trip that are being offered, going to attract like-minded travelers anyway, right? So you got to make it easier for people to find groups to travel with and also help these like small business owners. So for me, it was like, oh, wow, this is like a perfect spot to have a business in. Who can host one of these tours? So could I potentially be a host of my own? Talk yeah. and can it be any anywhere in the world or can it does it have to be somewhere specifically that is well what tripshire can sort of logistically help you with so we don't have any other than like pure safety um concerns so like for example uh we don't allow trips to north korea or something like that to be on the platform but generally we are pretty uh hands-off in terms of what the actual trip contains um because we want people to, you know, do whatever interests them. If you're like, hey, I just want to go head up all the music festivals in a row and like get a bunch of buddies to go share times with me and, you know, have a crew, like that, go for like your life. If you want to do, I want to do like a hardcore mountain climbing trip. Like that's cool too. So um, we're not specific about destination. We just, we do interview all the hosts before they kind of get host capabilities on our platform. Um, that's just to make sure that the experience they provide is good. Like, you know, we ask them, like, have you led a group trip before? Like, where have you been? Just to check that they have, you know, we can offer advice. But, yeah, we don't really, like, constrain um, where you can, what you can do, where you can go. Once you've given a job to someone to host one of these tours, how does it work for them? Do they also, do they get paid for the tour? How do you guys sort of, I mean, I assume you get a percentage from that. How does it all work? 
Yeah, we do. So um, it's actually kind of more like Airbnb or an Etsy or something like that in terms of a marketplace model where you have an individual creator. Usually they're already doing this, right? Like they already yeah. have their own website. They're running these trips, um, but they're looking for a place like for distribution, right? They're looking for how do I get in front of a new audience? Um, sometimes they're also looking for just operational help because, you know, if you can imagine being a small business owner, they're doing everything themselves, right? Like they're their own marketing team. And like, you know, sales and like, just like planning these trips and talking to all the guests or potential guests. So um, what we do is like, we just give them a environment built just for that, right? So it only takes a couple of minutes to create a trip. You can do booking management, like payment tracking. Um, you know, you can like talk to the guests and, and take booking requests and all of these things that you might otherwise just be doing manually, tracking payments and Google Sheets or whatever. It's just like, all built into the platform. So the way that it works is uh, once they post the trip, uh, we take what 10% actually, and that covers like you know, our own processing fees on the credit card or whatever, like all operational costs. And then 90% goes to the host. Um, we think that's really important because the traditional model of like, especially guided group trips is like, there's a parent brand who hires a guide, gives them the itinerary, like, you know, lead this trip. Um, and then they only see kind of a really small portion of whatever was paid by the participants in that trip. So we wanted people to be like, hey, you know, you don't have to just do what a company gives you. You can set up shop just for, by yourself, right? You can create trips that you're personally passionate about and decide how you want to spend the money um, and how much you want to charge and just have that freedom and that control over your own like, business. When I first started traveling myself, as a, well, I became a solo traveler after doing a lot of tours. I guess that one of the questions I'd ask you is how successful can you become on the platform? I know obviously you've been running for a couple of years now, but and obviously last year was maybe a write-off, but how successful can you become on this platform? Can it become like your full-time job as a Absolutely. host? That's what we that's what we want it to be. We want people to be able to take their passions and make uh whatever they want, right? Whether that's, look, I just want to run this, you know, biannual, you know, summit of writers and these hosts, these, you know, writers retreats in these beautiful locations, like, well, however they want to use it. Um, we have, we have the mix, actually, we have people who do it part-time and people for whom leading group trips is their full-time job. And actually, uh, Tripp's head of trips did this jump herself. So she went from being Wall Street, basically, to becoming a group trip host right so she did that journey herself and that's I, as successful as, as you want especially because part of the things that we want like in the kind of roadmap of what we want to offer hosts in the future is a community of support where you can connect with other hosts who have built their business found out what works for them um, share resources tips collaborate right so this idea like it's really going to be two sides one travelers will have their own community and and ways to connect with each other for trips but then also the host will get the business support that they need um to run what it takes to run a small travel business which is a lot of a lot of work it depends on what type of traveling you like if it's the backpacking aspect of it i assume you can advertise this will be a backpackers paradise where we take coaches you know overnight coaches 
stay in hostels or stay in hotels that aren't too expensive. We can do all of that and it's on a, on a budget where it might attract a audience who, I know you said it's in between, but it might attract someone in between that sort of budget yeah. sort of field. I, I go back to the bigger, bigger ones. They also have the three, I think there's three levels or four levels where they've got like the, the YOLO, I think they call it, and then, then there's the middle, and then they call it like the luxury okay. where you can go. So th- I guess there's room for expanding the business, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think I think before I said, oh, we don't constrain like what hosts can do. That's actually, that's true. But I, what we do is we do encourage certain types of um, travel. So we encourage things that aren't like very touristy, like or sightseeing. Like we don't, what we want is um, like two things. We're interested in going to like off the beat and track places. Um, and that's because I think that having the traditional model of like group trips, right? Where like you have this major brand that has a set itinerary that just, you know, rinse, repeat that itinerary over, over the course of years. It actually creates like sometimes over tourism in certain locations, right? Meanwhile, there's like hidden gems that a couple of locals know about or that, you know, intrepid travelers have been to that don't get the same attention, but their economy could really benefit from it. Um, And it's just about like spreading out the impact of travel, right? So we try to encourage that off the beaten track. And then the second thing is that we prefer when the hosts bring something of themselves to the trip. So like I said, an example, like a photographer who's leading night sky photography, you know, learn the basics, uh, bring your gear. We'll, we'll show you all how to set it up. Um, and we're going to do it over, you know, four nights in, in this valley, right? Like that, that's perfect because they're bringing something of themselves to the trip or they're leading a yoga retreat and they're an instructor or whatever it is. Um, so that's kind of how we like the trips to shape up. So not so much on the tr- more like traditional, like, oh, we, we, we target this sector of the market or we target this destination. It's more like the feeling of the trip, right? Small group, usually like that average size for us is like eight to 12, like small group doing like learning a skill or doing something that goes beyond just typical tourism. Um, and like, yeah, trying to make these like connections and memories that are more meaningful for people. Um, when they think about the best travel that they've had versus just like, you know, travel that resulted in like postcard shot. Can it be anyone from anywhere around the world can apply to be a host? We definitely want to encourage that. So right now, our uh, we use we partner with Stripe to be our payment platform. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. they have like the way that our accounts are set up. There's I think uh, there's definitely more, there's about twenty to thirty geographies which uh, hosts can have like, accounts in. Um, where the system will work for them outside yeah. of geographies, um, it becomes a much more like personalized conversation. But so far, it hasn't been a challenge. And yeah, definitely, we see this as being something where you can host from wherever you are. Um, and you also don't have to necessarily be a local. I've had that question before as well. We're like, do I have to be living where I host? No, uh-huh. because like I said, a, a photographer typically it goes to like a destination to you know, photograph something really impressive and then comes back. Like it, it doesn't have to be um, where you are, but it also could be. It's, it's not constrained to like a, a locals only um, thing. I guess it will make it, make it a bit more easier if you know where you're going. Cause I mean, does that matter? So, or would you put it in your tour group? Well, I've never traveled there myself. We're going to be going on this journey on this tour together and whatever we experience, we'll experience. It's so personality driven that like, if I, you know, we just encourage them to be as specific, we encourage hosts to be as specific as possible about 
the sorts of people they're looking to get on their trip. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, demographic information. It could just be like, um, you know, if getting woken up by rooster crowing at 4am bothers you, like this isn't the trip for you, you know, like just get real with the people about what it's going to be like, um, what your travel pace is, is fast paced where you're packing everything in. Is this kind of like bring your laptop, do whatever you want during the day. We're going to like share meals and like have fun optional activities throughout the week. Like it just set the vibe, right? Set the tone because, um, a huge part of, I think what makes group travel like great is if you get along with the group, right? Like if everyone is here for the same thing. Um, and I think I I was going to say to you, I think I've been on a couple of groups where a few people didn't like one another. And, but I think when it's a slightly bigger, I mean, I've been on small groups where it's maybe between eight and 16 and you could, you know, hang around with someone that you don't hang around with people that you actually like, if you're on a very small group, which I have been on, and you just don't get along, that can be a bit of a problem, actually. So, yeah, I guess it depends on who who you get on the tours. Yeah. And it's funny because people have these issues with their friends as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, when I started this, I was talking to people like, tell me all your stories. Tell me all your stories about traveling with, you know, anything with significant others, friends, family, group trips, strangers you met on the internet, like. And it's, and it seems that, um, people jump into traveling with others, like with very little back and forth beforehand. It's just like, you want to go there? I want to go there. Let's go. And, um, you know, there needs to be major alignment, I think, for it to work on a couple of key things, right? Which is like, w- how much like money you're comfortable spending? Um, what kind of pace you want to set during travel? Like, what's your safety consciousness? Like some people, like, our adrenaline you know like i want to skydive i want to do and other people aren't like that and so the magic of actually having a group trip where there's an individual host is that you can talk to that person and be like hey what kind of like you know vibe are you going to create in your trip um and they can be really specific about like curating that group right like everything on trip is booking requests and that's a deliberate choice so like if you look at pretty much any other travel website it's uh, instant booking. It's like anybody with a Wi-Fi connection and a credit card can come on this trip. But we deliberately didn't want to do that. We wanted to give hosts the ability to engage with the person before deciding whether they would be a fit. Um, so we made everything request-based. Um, and it so far, it's been working well. What else would you say that makes you different from your competitors? When travel starts again properly, when everyone starts traveling all around the world, why would they come to you instead of going to the well-known brands? It's just for something a bit different, right? Like, um, I definitely think there's a feeling of uniqueness. It's kind of like asking, like, why would someone buy a handmade mug versus just going on Amazon and buying one? Um, I think it's this idea of, let me see what cool people are creating. Um, let me, like, just, like, have, get, go look and be inspired, right? And I was talking yesterday um, with a someone who's been in travel writing for a long time about this like modification of travel um travel is like a very like i think personal experience um but the way it's sold to people is you know like here's an itinerary um and here's reviews and from these two pieces of information you can make your decision but they're not talking about like on an individual level right like yeah who who we're, who we're going after and i think people are actually realizing that that's a huge missing important part of the conversation so i think that's our point of difference right like focusing on the people 
making it accessible to not just this is a, the brand of the, the tour that we're going to run, but like here's actually the person who's going to do it, and you can ask them questions. Um, and as people want travel to become more and more personalized, they actually have more questions, right? Like, I'm vegan. Do you, will you be catering to that on the trip? Like, I whatever yeah. it is. Um, having that, like that can be ability to do back and forth with the host creates more trust, right? And trust is really what gets people out the door and excited and committed to going somewhere. How have you coped during the pandemic? Obviously, 2020 was a very tough year. How did the business cope? We we basically put it on hiatus, right? So at the beginning, it was, um, you know, a lot to get done because trips had to get canceled and we had to help hosts, you know, figure out like we were doing things like webinars and like you know how do you try to get all the refunds from things that you've already outlaid like um and once all that settled down originally we started postponing trips until it kind of became clear like this is until there is a vaccine uh, the world is not going to reopen up again um so basically being we're on hiatus for actually i would say like a period uh, of 12 months or more um i mean for us it, it was actually much easier to get through than for companies that were further along because those companies had you know this full-time payroll that they they had to like meet you know they had all of these um things for us we were still very early actual intent was to launch in um the summer of last year so when that got postponed um you know so because we were in beta we were running pilot trips but we weren't like fully launched when they got postponed, it was simply a matter of saying, okay, let's just like continue to think about product through this time, but let's, you know, puddle um, trip on hold. And then let's revisit um, this conversation like post a vaccine. And of course, as we know, vaccines come out, you know, um, kind of end of the end of the turn of the year. So the conversation picked up again and then we all came back, right? So that's really what happened for us. Um, I know a lot of really great travel companies that uh, had to really change what they offered or in some cases shut down. So just very thankful to have been in a position where it, it was relatively easy to just, okay, like close it down and then shut us back open um, when the world reopens. In terms of employees, do you have staff or is it, are they just the hosts that you sort of employ? We just have a founding team, right? Like it's, it's okay. pretty, um, we work really well together and we've been working together for years. So like, you know, um, software engineering, um, myself, uh, we work with independent people in marketing. And, um, like I said, we have a head of trips. So it's, it's kind of like pretty tight knit and we don't have like, uh, like we don't, for example, we're all, um, remote. We don't maintain offices. There's no rent being paid for a trip to headquarters, you know, like it, it just made the whole thing so much simpler. We could, we had very manageable, let's call it, like monthly expenses. Where would you like to see, I guess, that's the obvious question, where would you like to see the business go? Uh, what's your ambitions? My ambition is to grow Shropshire as big as possible. I want there to be hosts in every country. I basically want to unlock all corners of the world, right? Like I said before, about like increasing travel, spreading awareness, spreading the impact of that. Um, and also just, building those bridges right like like if you go and meet new people and you have this very memorable experience together you actually create bonds right bonding people to uh, other people and also seeing more parts of the world more more way different ways people live i think that travel was such a like eye opener for me growing up um culturally 
and it, it just creates so much awareness, right? And appreciation for differences and appreciation for diversity in the world. So I would love to have people be able to integrate travel um, from a business perspective, integrate travel into uh, their work, right? And use TripTrip as, as a platform to do that. So yes, you could be a full-time trip host, but you may also just, um, let's say you do, like I said, writer's workshop and like maybe once a year you have this, you know, retreat and you host it um, on this platform, right? To find writers from there. Like, what, however you want to use it. So those are my ambitions. They want it to be uh, everywhere and unlock all corners of the world. I could potentially quit my full-time job and say, thank you very much. This is my life now. Are you tied down to doing certain, uh, or is it however many you want throughout the year? It doesn't matter if you, because I know with, again, the bigger companies where the host will have to do Maybe something like, I don't know, something like, I've got a friend who used to work for one of the big companies. He had to do something like 30 trips a year, which is a no. lot. So it's not like that. No, you can, you can totally just, uh, actually, that's how I was uh, mentioning our head of trips. Like, that's how she got started, right? Like, ran a trip from friends. And friends of friends wanted to go on it because it was so great. And then, like, other people started hearing about it. And then, you know, actually, it doesn't make sense to be working at an office job anymore because you're constantly just traveling and earning from running these trips. Um, so it is very like however you want to use it. We don't, I mean, like the, these hosts the, are just users of our platform, right? They're not um, our employees. We don't have yeah. any requirements of them. If they want to run one a year or like one a week, it's <laughs> fine with us as long as they're running, you know, appropriate trips, like in a safe, uh, friendly way to you know, all, all those kind of basic requirements. I guess with any tour guide, I've always said you have to have a bit of charisma, you know what you're doing. You might have people within the group that might might not like one another. You don't want to be in a situation where everyone hates the tour guide. You know, be like, you know what, I can do it myself. Yeah, a lot of them don't consider themselves, and we don't really consider them like tour guides either, right? Because it could be mm-hmm. totally like I'm a yacht captain, and I you can you know come around with me to visit all the different Greek islands or whatever. Like it, it it's like they don't consider themselves tour guides, and we don't consider them that either. Um, we right. consider them to be like trip hosts. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, but but basically, like, also, they're not, um, they're trips to trips in the sense that people find them on trip and book them on trip but it's, it's uh, again, like, so, something similar to, like, Airbnb in that um, whatever, like, people can, can almost create their own, like, offerings, right? And it's for the traveler to figure out which one of these best suits them. Of course, we are, like I said, interviewing every host to check that they're legitimate and that they... Um, have like you know enough understanding about the trip they're going to be leading. Um, we do review, for example, the first itineraries. Um, usually, it's a really quick process because they've actually already been running these trips and have great mm-hmm. reviews from them. Uh, but you know, apart from the initial onboarding check, we generally try to encourage people to to run their own business. We're not there to like you know yep. <laughs> monitor them or, or anything um, outside of what you would expect from a platform market. Amazing. Well, I wish you the luck, the best of luck with with Tripshire. And obviously, as travel starts again, hopefully it starts getting busy for you, and then more and more trips are getting booked through through Tripshire. And just explain one transformative moment that you've had in your traveling experiences. A really memorable trip of mine was that uh, in 2018, I went to Costa Rica, and we were on the way to Monteverde, which is like a cloud forest. Um, and there's like a stretch of dirt road where all the locals know they close this for like three hours in the middle of each day, but none of the tourists 
do. So we were one of the, you know, unawares tourists that were cut off when they put out orange cones in front of us and behind. So they're just basically keeping you on this like tiny dirt, uh, you know, stretch of road. Uh, so we ended up just like talking to the the car behind us. And um, there was a couple, we made really good friends with them. We ended up changing a whole itinerary just to hang out more together. Um, they were going, I think, to a like slightly different itinerary. And then they were finally going to end up at a friend's beach house. And they were, you know, their spare beds. Like, you should totally come. It would be fine. So it, it kind of started me off, actually, and gave me the conviction to be like, yes, it, you know, Tripture, this idea of like bringing people together and travel is actually what I want to pursue. I think that meeting them and, you know, a group of two, uh, becoming a group of four just added so much to, to the experience. Um, yeah, it was, it was just really fun. We ended up just like changing our whole plans just from a road closure, you know, the, the, the strangest things can happen. And I was like, I don't want to do this by accident again. I want to do this on purpose each time I travel and achieve this type of memorable experience. And we're still friends today, you know, like this type of experience every time I go. Just away from everything, where do you get time to sort of wine and dine? Do you have much hobbies as well to sort of relax to? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get, I have hobbies. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time like seeing my friends in New York and like, you know, just going out and having fun together. And then also, I'm also really into tea. <laughs> That's a hobby. Oh, tea. Yeah, like, like single origin, like teas. Um, yeah, so I... Actually, know. there's quite a lot of teas from what, from all of my travel experiences. Tons of teas, which I didn't realise, because once upon a time, it was just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the traditional British tea where you just have yeah. the... But now, my goodness, <laughs> there's tons, isn't there? Wine, actually. People don't realise it. It's fashionable. No. Incredibly long history. There are tons mm-hmm. of varieties, terroirs, like um, you know, different types uh, of processing techniques. And yeah. uh, I, I just really fell deep into that world, and I and I love talking to people about tea. So that's like another, you know, fun to do tea tastings and mystery tea parties. Listen, I'm going to let you go. I've realised I've, I've, I've overtaken your time, but it's fantastic having you on. I really appreciate your time. Just before yeah. you go, can you tell people where they can find you and where they can find the business? Yeah, sure. So um, the name of the company is Tripsha. So it's kind of like Tripshare if you slice off the R-E at the end. Um, and we're just at tripsha.com. And you can create an account, book, book a trip. And if you want to host something, just let us know. And you know, we'll talk to you and have you get set up. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Cassie. And, um, right. I'll speak to you very soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. That's it for Take a Wonder with Shebs. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms. Until next time, bye for now.